Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 81 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials in the week of March the 14th to March the 20th, Genesis chapters 42 to 50. And today uh, we are going to uh, keep going through Genesis chapter 45, where Joseph has just revealed himself to his brothers. Now, um, I'm going to just briefly uh, go into the Come Follow Me manual and just uh, read this uh, about um, Joseph's kind of feelings towards his brothers. Uh, In Genesis chapter 45, uh, it talks about how he forgives them. And in the Come Follow Me manual, it says, quote, reading about Joseph forgiving his brothers for the terrible things they did to him may prompt you to think about someone you are currently struggling to forgive. Or perhaps a difficult test of forgiveness is in your future. Either way, it might help to ponder why Joseph was able to forgive. What clues about Joseph's character and attitude do you find? How might his experiences have influenced him to be more forgiving? What does Joseph's example suggest about how you can become more forgiving with the Saviour's help? Close quote. Notice uh, that it says with the Saviour's help. That is um, something that is important. We shouldn't be expected and we can't be expected uh, to have this gift, this, this, well, this ability to forgive um, all the time ourselves. Perhaps there are some times we may need the Saviour's help. Now, Joseph uh, says in verse 5 to his brothers, Now therefore be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that you sold me hither, for God did send me before you to preserve life. For these two years have the, fam- have the famine been in the land, and yet there are five year- there are five years in which the land shall neither be earing or- nor harvest. So Joseph is being able here to look back on the 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 act that his brothers took in making him uh, be sold into Egypt as a blessing for many. Um, and of course, when we're going through difficulties, when we are wronged by someone in the moment, we may find it hard to recognize those opportunities that come out from that um, experience. And sometimes it may be very difficult and impossible to see any positives that come out of an experience where we are wronged by someone. However, that op- that ability to forgive is something which is being demonstrated wonderfully here by Joseph. We may not feed an entire nation for seven years where they would have had no food because of how someone has wronged us, but we can look to see how we have developed and grown because of that um, that experience. Again, it doesn't make what the individuals do uh, what the individuals did right to uh, to have wronged us. But we can still have something come come out of it that that helps us. Neil A. Maxwell said, quote, One deeply admires those wronged who nevertheless go on doing that which is right, refusing to become offended or bitter. Let others charge God foolishly. These faithful souls are magnanimous and forgiving, as was a generous Joseph in Egypt to his erring brothers. Such saints fashion forgiveness where others would revel in resentment. Close quote. This opportunity to forgive not only clearly helps those who have wronged us feel a a sense of relief, 
but it also lifts our soul. It lifts a huge burden burden off us, um, and that is something which we surely should want in our lives, even if um, you know the people who have wronged us still feel some of that guilt. Depending on what they've done, that is for them to overcome. For us, what we are required to do is forgive, um, because that just blesses us infinitely more as well. Um, Joseph recognizes the blessings that has, that has come, but and now he is able to have influence in a land where they are strangers, and therefore in verse nine he says, "Haste ye and go up to my father and say unto him, Thus saith thy son to jo- uh, thy son Joseph, God hath made me lord of all Egypt. Come down unto me, tarry not." Um, and and he he invites his father and and all their family to come and live in Egypt where they will be fed and they will have many great things in the land. Uh, so um, he sends them away and it pleases Pharaoh as well. In verse 16 it says, And the fame thereof was heard in Pharaoh's house, saying, Joseph's brethren are come, and it pleased Pharaoh well and his servants. Now, of course, it won't uh, always please the rulers of Egypt uh, that that this group of Israelites are settled in the land, but that is for a future study. For now, um, they uh, he it allows them to come uh, and, and they make their way. So Joseph's brothers take this huge amount of, provision, of provisions back uh, to Canaan uh, with the blessing of Pharaoh and, of course, the, the second in command of all the land of Egypt, who is, that, who is um, Jacob's son, Joseph. And um, they say to Jacob, Joseph is alive. In verse 26, they say, Joseph is yet alive, and he is governor over all the land of Egypt. And Jacob's heart fainted, for he believed them not. And they told him all the words of Joseph, which he had said unto them. And when he saw the wagons which Joseph had sent to carry him, the the spirit of Jacob their father revived. And Israel said, It is enough. Joseph, my son, is yet alive. I will go and see him before I die. Um. And just to confirm and to and to comfort Joseph, uh, Jacob, or Israel, perhaps, um, the Lord speaks to Israel in the in the night, and says, "Jacob, Jacob," and he said, "Here, here am I." And again, we see that pattern of, you know, responding to the Lord's call, which we so often need to do in our lives, whether that is verbally saying, "Here am I," or in our actions or in our spirits, being ready to listen and do. Uh, the Lord says, I am God, the God of thy father. Fear not to go down into Egypt, for I will there make of thee a great nation. I will go down with thee into Egypt, and I will also surely bring thee up again, and Joseph shall put his hand upon thine eyes. This is this is uh, an example of how the Lord is always with us. Uh, wherever we go in our lives, wherever directions or journeys we take, if we are if we allow him to be, he will be with us. He will help us prosper just as he did with Joseph and just as he do, he will do with the Israelites and he will bring us back to him, uh, to his promised land, um, which is, uh, again, a marvellous blessing and promise to us. Um, and we'll, we, we will be gathered back together. If you remember, um, all of um, Israel uh, goes down into Egypt. And they are kept safe, protected, and they are gathered up out of Egypt when the time comes for that as well. And just thinking about the, the gathering and the uh, 
uh, grouping together of Israel and the strengthening of those who let God prevail. Of course, we need to think no further than President Russell M. Nelson's recent, uh, fairly recent address uh, in a general conference where he learned that the name Israel uh, is to let God prevail. Um, President Nelson said, quote, the word willing is crucial to this interpretation of Israel. We all have our agency. We can choose to be of Israel or not. We can choose to let God prevail in our lives or not. We can choose to let God be the most powerful influence in our lives or not. Close quote. Whatever it is in your lives, God will help you. He will sustain and support you if you let him prevail in your life. Uh, and that is what Israel or Joseph or Jacob does here. He allows God to prevail. He goes down into uh, the land of Egypt uh, and they are prospered there. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this study. Please continue to follow the podcast over the next couple of days until we reach the end of our study this week and into next week we will begin our new study. For next week in the Come Follow Me materials, thank you for your time and until we meet again.